This is the Building Resilience Podcast, episode 95, seven questions to measure your gain. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, friends. What is new with you? What is going on in your life? Are you in the gap or the gain? Did you listen to last week's episode? If you have not, then just make sure you go back and listen to it because this episode will make a lot more sense if you've already heard last week's episode all about the gap and the gain. Because I shared with you about this book called The Gap and the Gain. It's by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And it briefly, I'll give you what the framework is. So in case you haven't listened to it yet, but please do go back and listen. I think you'll find it so helpful. So the basic framework is that the future growth and progress are based in your understanding about the difference between two ways in which you can measure yourself against an ideal, which puts you in what's called the gap or against your starting point, which is what puts you in the gain. When you're in the gain, you are appreciating all that you have, everything you've accomplished. When you're in the gap, you're always comparing yourself where you want to be, where you think you should be. And when you do this, you're never satisfied. Now we use our future self as a way of deciding on direction to have a goal, but we don't want to focus on measuring ourselves this way. We don't want to focus on where we should be and if we're behind or not. When you live in the gain, you're always measuring yourself backwards against where you were before. You're measuring your own progress. You're not comparing yourself to somebody or something external or somebody else's ideal. You're valuing all your experiences. You're reminding yourself to be in the gain by looking at the progress that you make. And being in this gain can shift everything. When you focus on what you've done, you can transform every experience into a gain experience. You can find the lessons, the meanings, the purposes. Living in the gap means you're constantly living in a state of stress. And being in the gain is basically like being in a zone of restoration and healing and resilience. When you live in the gain, you perceive everything in your life, even the challenging experiences, as gains. So you really can see things differently. And last week, I talked about three things you can do to get out of the gap and three things you can do to get into the gain. So to get out of the gap, we talked about you need to embrace the freedom of wanting and not needing, of learning how to become more self-determined, and to train your brain to see the gains and not the gaps. And then we talked about how do you get into the gain a little bit more deliberately. You are firstly, primarily going to measure backwards. That's a big one. You always want to be measuring where you have come from and not how far you still have to go. They recommended to take time to measure three wins daily and to try to transform all your experiences into gains. 
So the second one, the idea of taking time to measure your three wins every day is what I want to focus a little bit more on today. And they suggest that you need to take time in the evening to evaluate yourself, to review your wins. So they suggest like the last hour of the evening to review three wins that you've had that day and then take the time to set an intention for three wins for tomorrow. Now, when you're constantly measuring your wins, you feel like you're always winning. So it really does get you out of the gap. And then when you choose three wins and no more than three, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. You can wake up focused on what you want to accomplish. And they suggest that there are great benefits for doing this simple exercise of the three wins and the three intentions. And they give four main benefits. One, helps you boost gratitude and confidence. When you end your day with gratitude and confidence, you are actually going to improve your sleep and happiness as well. The second thing is that you are directing your subconscious while you sleep. And while you're sleeping, we know your brain is still working. So you're actually giving it something meaningful to get to work on while you're sleeping. Now, the third thing is it gives you a purpose for the next day. Because when you plan the three wins that you want to have the next day, you can wake up with a sense of purpose already. And when you decide ahead of time what you want to accomplish, you're actually much more likely to accomplish it. And then the fourth thing is you really are retraining your brain to focus on the gain and not the gap. When you spend time at the end of each night evaluating what happened during the day and planning for your success the next day. So these are some amazing benefits. And this is a great version of what you can do at night before bed. And it's what Sullivan and Hardy recommend. It's a great option. And I recommend that you try it out. Now, another option that has been well-researched and proven over and over and over again to increase life satisfaction and reduce depression, and they've done studies where they followed people for six months and they found these results and they call this one the three blessings. And this routine is where every night before you go to bed, you write down three things that went well that day and why they went well. And the best thing that they found about this exercise is people found it addictive because it's fun to do. It's fun to reflect on your day before you go to sleep and to close your eyes with positive thoughts running through your mind. Now, when things are fun and easy, they're more likely to become habitual. Now, I did this exercise for a long time. I kept a little book beside my bed. I often actually even left it on my pillow so I would remember to do it. And I found it to be so helpful, but I wanted to change things up a little bit. I was getting into a bit of a routine. I wanted to try something different. And I read the book, The Gap and the Gain, and I saw their exercise about the wins that I just talked about. And I liked it, but I decided that there were specific wins that I actually wanted to have every day. And I wanted to keep track of them. So I came up with seven questions to ask myself and to journal about at night. Now, these are questions that I feel measure the gain in my life according to my values and what my intentions are. So I want to encourage you to come up with questions that relate to your own values. And as you answer them, you will begin to see how every day you're growing and you're learning. I also found that by having these questions available to me, that if I find I have nothing to write under a question, it's not a big deal. I'm not going to judge myself. I'm not going to freak out, but it just helps me guide what I want to do the next day. So if I didn't 
have, if I have a blank question, I'll make a mental note. Oh, I want to make sure that I cover this one tomorrow. So here are the questions that I use to journal about and to measure my daily gain. The first question is, what did I learn today? As you know, I love talking about cognitive reserve and you can refer back to episode 38, all about cognitive reserve and the importance of it. It's extremely important for your brain health to be constantly learning because you're creating new pathways and you're expanding and becoming more flexible. So I personally want to make sure that every single day I am learning something new. It's fun and it's so good for my brain health. And it also can help you connect with other people because the more you learn, the more you can talk to people and the more you have to share. And those connections are also so important for your stress levels. So my first question is always about what did I learn today? I want to make sure that every day I am growing with my knowledge. Now, the second question I answer is what did I create today? Now, consumption, like taking information in, learning, absorbing, it's passive and learning is important. This kind of passive learning is really important to do. But what is equally important is what we put out in the world, what you create, like leaving your stamp on things, your legacy. What is it that you're going to be leaving? And creative activities allow you to leave that legacy. Now, creative activities are also a great way to break through stress. So doing it daily is very beneficial. So I want to make sure that I'm learning and I am creating. Those are two top questions for me. What did I learn today? What did I create today? Sometimes I'm not able to say I learned anything, or at least I'm not able to recall what I learned. And same thing with creation. So then the next day, I really make an effort to deliberately try to learn something new or deliberately try to create something. And when I say create something, it doesn't have to be something massive. It doesn't have to be, I created three chapters in this new book or a beautiful mural that I painted or a sculpture. Creation sometimes for me is I posted a video or I created a video or I posted an Instagram post. I wrote a page. I made a cake. I did something different. I'm trying to think of other ones, but you get the point. Creation is different for everybody. It's not just about art. It's about letting your juices flow, getting something out of your system, putting something in the world. Now, the third question that I ask is who and how did I serve? Now, this one is important to me because it reflects my own personal values. I want to serve people. I believe that part of my purpose in life is to be here to serve people. I want to give to my family, my friends, my clients, my community, and even you, my listeners. I see this podcast actually as an act of service. And I get great joy in sharing things with you. So I love asking the question, who and how did I serve? Number four, who did I connect with? Connection. It's a big piece. Notice all of these that I've listed so far are also tied to helping you complete the stress cycle, helping you reduce that daily stress that you have. 
And most of these are tied to proven ways that the stress in your body can be released. Now, connection is something that we know can help us manage challenges and adversity. And connection is also fun. And for me, it's something I love to do to meet new people as well. So I divide this question into three specific things. Who did I connect with in my family and friend circle? Because I want to have close connection with my family and friends. I then look at who did I connect with that is new because getting to know new people is important to me, not only because I'm an entrepreneur, but I just want to meet people to grow my business, to grow my relationships, to expand my learning. And it's fun to meet new people. And so new connections to me are really important. And then thirdly, I want to have a spiritual connection. I want to have a spiritual connection with God. And that's something that I invest in daily as well. So I ask, how did I connect with God? So my connection question is divided in how and who did I connect with in my close circle? Who did I connect with that's new? And who and how or how did I connect with God? Now, the fifth question that I ask is what did I do for myself? Self-care, true self-care, not just indulgence, but things that are good for me long-term, good for my mental, my physical, my cognitive, my spiritual. What did I do today? Am I taking care of myself? Am I nourishing myself? Am I investing in me? Because unless I invest in me, I can't really do many of the other things. I certainly can't serve people. So I want to make sure that I'm doing this daily. And again, this is a really important one for me because I had tended to skip over. It's the first thing that I cut. Oh, I don't have time to do this because I'm so busy with other things. So putting this question in reminds me that if there's a blank there, that means the next day self-care is going to be one of my top priorities. Now, the sixth question is what brought me joy? And again, this is really an important one for me because my big goals over the past few years, well, one of my big goals over the past few years has really been to make sure I'm finding joy in the journey and I'm having fun with what I do. I want to go to bed at night smiling at something that brought me joy because that's really what it's all about. And if I'm not creating joy, then what's the point? So what brought me joy? Again, if I notice I don't have anything to write, It's something that I got to seek the next day, something that I've got to create. What can I do to create joy in my life tomorrow? And lastly, question seven that I answer, what am I grateful for? Because gratitude is still very important. So I want to make sure I'm constantly counting my blessings and consciously declaring my gratitude. I shared a post on Instagram last month that had a photo of my husband sleeping on his side of the bed and my side empty. And I shared that every night when I get up to go to the bathroom, which I do much and much more often because I'm older, when I come back to bed, I literally stop and I consciously express my gratitude for climbing into bed with my husband, this incredible man that has blessed my life for the past 15 years, my partner in crime, the man I look most forward to seeing and spending time with. I stop to express that gratitude and every time I feel my heart and love and appreciation grow. So I think that consciously expressing your gratitude is so good and it really does create that abundance in your life. So those are the seven questions that I asked myself to help me measure my gain. And I'll go through them again. What did I learn today? What did I create today? Who 
and how did I serve? Who did I connect with? What did I do for myself? What brought me joy? And lastly, what am I grateful for? Those seven questions I ask daily. And when I flip through the pages of my journal, I can see how many things I've learned, created, people I've served, connected with, how I take care of myself, what brings me joy, what I'm grateful for. I get to see this and see how I am progressing. This is what helps me stay in the game because I always want to be progressing. I can see the growth by documenting these questions. I have a very tangible way of seeing the change from one day to another. These are a few ways that you can get in the game and stay out of the gap of your life. So I want you to try one out. I want you to see if it makes a difference in your life. And if you would like, I have created a download for you with those questions. You can just go over to the show notes and click and it will take you to a link where you can download those questions, print them out, and then use them to measure your gain. I hope you found this helpful. I hope you found it as helpful as I do. I hope that you are encouraged to start measuring your life from the game. And I will see you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.